0: We are here. We are going to kick off today with uh, putting the fun back in the fundamentals. We have two awesome guests today. We have Nikki Tharp and we have Mike Bendeba. Nikki's out of Kylene, Texas and Mike is out of, what is it, White Plains, Maryland? Is that where we are? White Plains. Um, they have so much fun to bring to you today with regard to the fundamentals. You know, Nikki uh, and I have coached together for a few years now, and we were talking about how kind of last fall, beginning of this year, she really took a look at her business and what she thought lied ahead in this year and said, I need to make some changes. And she's going to share with you what those changes were today old school, bringing some stuff back and some new school uh, things that she added. And Mike's gonna talk a lot about mindset in this season and how as a loan officer, you really need to be in a space where you're consistently, I think he called it chasing the bone or going for the bone, something to that end. But we're gonna kick off uh, with Nikki. And so Nikki, yeah, you are unmuted. Nikki, last year in uh, 2021, funded 210 units for 51 million. This year, year to date, she's at 45.4 million and 166 units. Y'all don't need to do uh, a whole lot of math to figure out that she really hasn't had a huge decline uh, year over year and coming from 2021 to 2022 has really focused on going after that purchase business. Welcome, Nikki. Hello, everybody. Well, talk to us a little bit. Bring us back old school, because I know you said, hey, there are some things that I already had, but I just hadn't been leveraging them. And I think that that is something that is true of a lot of loan officers, right? The last few years, we kind of took a
1: little rest. We stopped hunting, for sure. Well, Uh I can speak for myself. I'm not going to put that on everybody, but um, I definitely quit hunting for a little bit and I had to be honest with myself about that and come to terms with, you know, what was going to be happening in the market and not wait until the things happen that are happening right now and kind of get ahead of the ball. So what I did was tell my team that we're going to have to start now, even though we're still busy. As crap like we were in November. Um, we can't take it for granted. We got to hit the ground running and we've got to do things differently. We can't rest on what we did last year and expect to do what we did last year. So thank goodness I have a beautiful team. They were totally for it. And um, literally we went back to some of the old school things and I'm going to talk about some of that. And then we incorporated some new school things because I know, a, y'all might know her, Chrissy Solar. She gave me a couple of new school tips that I took advantage of that really helped as well. So you want me to just go into a couple of those? Talk to
0: us about the stuff that you brought back that existed, but you just weren't working it.
1: Yeah, and these are things that I'm sure if you guys have had any coach or even any mentor talk to any loan officer, you've heard some of these things before, but it's just simply, you know, doing them. Like note cards. Um, I told Carrie, yeah, for years I've had a reminder on my calendar to send out at least three note cards a day, and we all know that's something that we're supposed to track, and I have ignored that note card reminder for years. Literally years. And then I was like, we need to go back to note cards. And so we've been doing the note cards at least three a day from, you know, of course, realtors to clients and even um, people that weren't approved, sending them an encouraging note, you know, reminding them of the steps that we told them to take and reminding them that they can too achieve homeownership, plenty of different things. Um, classes went back to giving mortgage 101 classes a new one that we did is we're doing miracle morning classes and talking about um, morning rituals and how important those are Um, happy hours went back to seeing people um, inviting them to come out and have drinks on me and the team and of course everybody loves a good drink but we get to hang out and mingle with them Um, joining the committees in your area so we went back to being on the area association of realtors um yeah. sitting on some golf committee um golf tournament committees anything that you can do just to get back in front of the people we went back to doing that on a consistent basis coffees lunches i mean all the things weekly update calls so many different things i don't want to bore y'all with details here's details. what
0: Here's what I'm going to do. I noticed that that Steve jumped in. And I know, here's what I know what I hear from that theme that you're talking about is you got back belly to belly, you got back face to face. And I know you started doing some new things that we're going to talk about too. But before we go there, I want to say, hey, Jake, welcome. And do you have any questions on what you've heard so far? Anything you want?
2: Nikki's right, and we're going back to what we used to do. I mean, I'll give you a, a prime example. I Had a closing on a condo I sold last week, and the loan officer uh, from Fairway, Brian, attended the closing. Um, guess what? I got a referral yesterday, and I gave it to Brian. Now, the truth is, I didn't know Brian at Fairway in the Baraboo office until he, he attended the closing. And I asked the title company, I says, "Does Brian come to all the closings?" He does. So here I am, a seller, right? And within a week, I give a referral. To the loan officer that came to the closing. Now we used to go to closings. Yeah. Think about it. We used to, and because what better way to get referrals? And I, I repeat it again. I didn't know Brian before this closing, and he's been at Fairway for several years. He got a referral today.
0: Yeah. Spectacular. And those, and those
2: referrals aren't going to shop much because that's like a first cousin, first cousin's son, and we'll pound on him if he shops. So he's got to. He has to do his loan with us. Point is, you. you how many people have attended their closings in the last six months? Just think about it. Um, you may say, Well, I don't have to time. Well, maybe you do have time. I mean, it, hey, you got a referral, it wasn't it? Was a pretty soft, it was pretty easy. Attended the closing, we yucked it up for a half hour, and you just got a referral. Yeah,
0: 100%. Well, that's an awesome segue actually into uh Nikki's kind of new school stuff. And I know that what she described it as, and I know she already. She gave credit to Christy Solar. She gives credit to her team. She's one of the most humble people I know, Uh, but she made a decision to do something kind of new school that also leveraged one of her love languages. So Nikki, talk a little bit about that.
1: Oh, gosh. And that one was super uncomfortable. But um, it started because I was sitting around and um, maybe I was having one of my woe is me moments because I'm I'm capable. But I was thinking about my friend, Christy Solar, who, of course, to my standards, everybody's got different standards for success. But to me, it's obviously does. She's uber successful. And she's such a sweet person. And I'm like, I see her out there doing these things all the time. And I'm like, if she is the bad that she is, then who am I and why am I not applying myself the way that she is? So I texted my girl and I said, hey, I need to pick your brain for a little bit. And she just literally within three minutes um, gave me some tips and some things to do. And one of them was that she said that she has people at her house, at her house, referral partners at her house and gives them lunch. And I was like, oh my gosh, that would totally freak me out. Um, yes, I know some of the referral partners on a personal level, but to invite people into your home, that's a little bit different. That's my safe place. But I as Carrie said, one of my love languages is to cook. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. So I do a small, um, just the people that can fit at my table, which seats eight, so that's me and seven other people. And I invite them and I level them through my cooking. So we sit there, and um, it's turned into they turn it into like round robin conversation. Um, it's just been an amazing thing, and they were excited to come to my house, which again blew my mind. Like, but they were like thought it was such an honor for me to actually spend personal time with them. So that's something that's totally new school that I got from Miss Solar that I'm doing, and um, it's it's been great.
0: You know, that is called going beyond the loan right? And that's where we have to go in order to deepen relationships with people. People don't go to somebody else when they have a relationship with somebody who they're sitting around the table with talking about their challenges and what's working and what's not. And you get that small group together and on a monthly basis that's happening and you're deepening those relationships. One of the things, Nikki, that really keyed me about that conversation with you was you said, you said, hey, these are people that uh, aren't really my friends and family yet. <laughs> yet. They weren't, but now they're becoming that. Right? 100%. Love it. Well, I'm going to segue over to Mike and then we'll come back to you for that kind of one big thing we talked about. But, Mr. Bendeba, so, uh, so, numbers, so. we're going to hit some numbers first, my friend. So, 2021. 152 million at 387 units for you and the team. This year year to date 92.7 million and 220 units. That does not happen without being intentional about what it is you do. And I know when we were talking that the bone chasing the bone thing was the thing yeah, I can't even
3: remember I, I can't remember how that morphed, morphed well, into that so I've been <laughs> crushing my brain thinking Where do we bring in that analogy?
0: Well, I think it's the mindset, right? The mindset of being willing to um, go out constantly being out doing the work and getting rid of the ego, quite frankly, is what we talked about, right? Like you got to have a humble willingness to go out and do whatever that work is. But talk to us first about your mindset reset last fall and spending time with the right people.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting that I wrote something down listening to Nikki. And so, and this is what I would first advice I would give to everybody. Um, Always be willing to make a change. Right. I mean, every year at the beginning of every year, I say to myself, I want to do 10% more than I did the previous year. So I wasn't naive in making my, my plans for 2022 that 2021 was nothing other than an anomaly, right? I knew it was an anomaly. So I wasn't going to say, hey guys, listen, you know, I'm going to do uh, 165, 170 this year because, you know, that's 10% more than last year. I said, hey, listen, I can focus on purchase business because that's the one thing that won't happen. That's something that's not going to change next year. And, but I also know it's going to be a lot harder. So, you know, as I'm listening to Nikki, I'll be honest with you, I wrote some stuff down that, I did it yesterday, I did it again today, that there's are things that she's come up with some really neat ideas that I will absorb into mine and, and do that. Um, and, and everyone here, if nothing else, I, you know for years I've always said, hopefully you get one good thing that you can take away implement and actually make it yours. Um, don't try to do everything, because you can't. Um, it's like drinking from a fire hose. It's, you know, you can't get at every program, you can't do every single thing. You gotta do one thing, master it, work on it, master it, and then th- then get it into autopilot so you can move on to the next, right? right. Um, it is it is baby steps. You hear this time and time again. It's a marathon, not a race. It's We all say these things, but we don't embrace them as a part of our reality, right? Um, we see Nikki and, and what she's doing, and go, okay, you know what? I'm going to bring everyone to my house tomorrow. Well, hell, who are you going to invite? You may not even like half the people you're going to put on that list, right? <laughs> Nikki didn't do you know, this thing all of a sudden where she invited 30 people. She did this thing where she brought probably one, two, three at a time. And and, and, and it was people that she really kind. So work through these things and, and do them slowly. Um, unless you plan on being out of the business tomorrow, that's the only reason it becomes a race, not a marathon, right? All right, Mike, but that you just hit on something really important that we talked about.
0: So how are you quantifying the who? That was what you talked about. And yeah. this is a really important thing for our people to hear is, who, who are the people that are on your list and how
3: are you figuring that out? So I think the analogy of the conversation I gave, I kind of morphed into yesterday was, there was a guy that used to work for me who did zero to no production. But interestingly enough, I would go to out some of these events and he's like, I'll work with this guy and I'm not gonna say his name. So that would be rude. I work with so-and-so, I work with, we're gonna call him John and I've never had a John work for me. So there is no John, don't look him up, he doesn't <laughs> okay. exist. I work with John every time. And I'm thinking, really? (laughs) Because John hasn't closed anything in like six months. Um, So, you know, so I started looking up their numbers. Well, they don't do any business either. So the harsh reality of it is, is that, and this is where the bone thing came in, thank you for reminding me. Someone's willing to throw you a bone by having a conversation. But the problem is, is they don't really have a bone to give you, meaning that, hey, I spoken, you know, how many junior loan officers out there and this is a guy I was trying to recruit, was a perfect example of this. How many junior loan officers out there right now go like, man, I talk to all these people and and they're willing to give me an opportunity and they're gonna give me business and this and that? Guys, I hate to say it, but I mean, if you bring nothing to the table, don't be surprised when someone be, be surprised when someone's willing to just give you their entire book of business, right? I mean, you've never closed a loan in your life, but all of a sudden. Pete's gonna give you all of his business. And <laughs> Pete's a successful uh, real estate agent. There's something going wrong here, right? They're right. not really going to do that, but there's different ways to absorb and take that in. It isn't just to say, well, Pete's never really gonna give me. Don't be pessimistic about it. Just don't be overly optimistic when it doesn't make sense. You need right. to work with people that are either working or you need to earn the business of people that are working, right? There's one of two things. If someone like Pete, who is super successful, gives you a deal because he he's done business with you and that makes sense to do business with you, that's one thing. If somebody like Pete just says, oh yeah, you seem really nice, I'll give you a business, then be persistent in following back up and prom- and, and, and having him fulfill that promise. He's not going to do it unless you're persistent. You have to work with people that are actually working. And that's and been- how do we figure that out? So that's a question that's in the chat, right? Like,
0: I mean, I know there are a number of ways yeah. to figure that yeah. out, but how do you figure that out? I mean, we got-
3: Honestly, yeah, I, I look at numbers. I mean, I I really honestly look up numbers. I mean, there's MMI. Um, right. If you don't have access to it, reach out to someone in Ignite. Someone on Ignite may have access to it. Your coach may have access to it. Your branch manager may have, have access to it. But look up people's numbers. And it's not to say, okay, well, that person isn't worth my time in the sense of they're not super busy. Because again, don't be offended. You're not going to work with the busiest person as you're brand new. Or even if you're like myself, right? I don't know... Carrie, as a real estate agent, I just did a transaction with her. I may have had the most successful transaction in the world. Carrie's not going to drop their relationships and dump them all on me just because, you know, I'm a super nice person and did a great job. Doing a great job, hate to say this, guys, and no offense, doing a great job is your job. Mm-hmm. Don't be mad when you don't get a great survey because you did a great job. You did your job. Don't be mad because someone's not dropping all their business to give you business because you did a great job. You did your job. No one goes back to McDonald's and says, Hey, that burger was awesome. They just eat the burger because they expect it to be what it is. And that's it. You go back to McDonald's when your burger sucks and you say, Hey, this thing sucks. So don't, you know, don't be prideful and overvalue yourself. And, and again, people understand humble. I mean, I, I, I find sometimes that I question how humble I, I am. I hope I am. Um, and I work to at least give that perception. Numbers don't mean anything. My numbers from last year, my numbers up to yesterday mean zero if I do not produce tomorrow. Because I will have spent that check and all the I can live on, well, there was that one time when I did this much business. <laughs> Who cares? Dude, I mean, that's like, that's like what... Um, Deion Sanders saying, well, do you guys remember when I was back in the NFL? You're not playing today. So move on to your next chapter in your life. And if you're in this business, move on to tomorrow. Focus on what you do today moving forward, not what you did.
0: Well, and I want to ask you that question. But before I do, i want to ask Jake if he's got any questions for you based on what you've said so far. And you're muted, Mr. Jacobson.
2: Mike did that on purpose, and I don't blame him. He wanted me to <laughs> talk, and, and maybe Jan Berger did it too. That was her birthday present to herself. She yes, had to the mute people. Um, just keep rolling, Michael. You're doing a great job.
0: Awesome, thanks, sir. So the the question I want to uh, ask you before I kick back to Mick, Nikki is the issue of again you just mentioned getting rid of the ego, right? Not being so prideful, being humble and approaching things with a humble willingness. We talked about it a little bit last week. Austin mentioned the whole turndowns from builders, right? Going in and approaching things that way. That's where your, hey, you need to be chasing that bone kind of came from was, all right, what do you have to be willing to do if you are going into that agent that you know, hey, you want to do more than just that base level. I did a great job, got the loan done and everything went smoothly, right? How are you getting that next deal? What are you always doing in order to chase that business?
3: So, I mean, you know, you do You you want to, what's the best way to put this? I mean, you honestly, you want to highlight what went well in the process, but you want to bring something to the table. Because again, if I tell you, hey, Carrie, you know we closed on time, we did this, we did that. You know, my answer if if Uh I'm Carrie is great. You did your job. You want a pat on the back? I mean, seriously. I mean that's that's what you did. What can I do differently? What do I do differently? What can I bring to the table? It's a little bit special, right? So, you know, one of the things I've, I've always told people every year: think about a niche. You know, and if it were me right now, and if I were a humble hungry, young loan officer trying to figure out what my niche is for next year, because, you know, I'm not going to speculate. I promised you I wouldn't speculate and talk about speculation. (laughs) But we do know there's a future where rates will be lower, wherever that, whatever that time period may be, right? I'll let Andrew Cady decide what that is in the next uh, Friday call. Um, So that being said, we know that there's going to be a future where interest rates are considerably lower. Um, But what do we do before that time period? If I were young, and I were just trying to get out in this business and I'm, and I'm actually doing this, so, and I'm not young. Um, I would be going out to real estate agents and getting all of the turned down loans. Everybody who couldn't qualify for credit, everybody who had, could not qualify for down payment assistance programs, and, but needed down payment assistance, all of those different things. Why would I want that business right now? Am I just trying to insult myself of things I can't close? No, because right now, nobody is working with those people. And if you can cultivate the time period between now and when interest rates are lower and when they could qualify, how cool would it be to know that you have a pipeline of 30 to hundred people next fall, right? Right. I mean, you've gotten, and, and this is, and the people that work with me and, and whatnot will hate the fact of what I'm about to say because they've heard it over and over again. If you're not busy, you have nothing but time. Right. If you're not busy, you have nothing but time. So there is no excuse. And if you can't make time when you're not busy and you have an excuse, do yourself a favor. Go get a, four, a nine to five job that's not in real in this business. I hate to say that, but that's just a harsh reality, guys. I don't, I mean, don't, don't hate to say that. We need yeah, to- I mean, it's just, I mean, and I don't, be, I don't mean to be so abrupt in that, but the fact is, is this is what we do for a living. Um, if this is your job, <laughs> if this is your business, then do just that. Make it your business, have a plan. But one of the easiest things out there right now and the lowest hanging fruit out there was the refinance world was great, right? That was all low hanging fruit, blah, blah, blah. The lowest hanging fruit, fruit, uh, fruit right now is people that don't qualify because of the interest rates are too high for the product that they want, don't qualify for credit. And there's a bunch of real estate agents out there that will just dump that information on you willingly. If I went to a real estate agent and said, hey, listen, you know what? I don't want your people that want to buy a house right now. I want the people that got turned down by your preferred lender um preferred lenders not working on them they can't work on them the credit sucks uh you know they don't have any money for down payment whatever it is would you mind if i did that and you cultivate a relationship with someone who everyone else has turned a blind eye to if you're a per- if you're a buyer that no one wants to talk to and you and i reach out to you and talk to you and i build up a- i foster a relationship with you do you really think that person is going to cheat on you next year when they're qualified Right. And even if, you got, even if you got 100 people and you took 10% of that, that's 10 active loans with an average sales price of, let's say you're in a really low market, $250,000. Sorry if I have insulted anyone who's probably lower than that. <laughs> you're in a really super low market, $250,000. <laughs> still, it's 2.5 million. Do your math, guys. I mean, that's 2.5 million production. You're gonna close that one month or over yeah. a period of time if that's not what you're closing now, right? So every dollar counts. Um, every deal counts well Um, and those are those those are
0: those door openers that we talked about right that's not your goal isn't to do those deals forever your goal is to get your foot in the door right so i got this business deals right 100 austin lars says the same thing he went into builders with give me your turndowns same exact deal so all right i'm going to transition back over to nikki really quick i know she has one big thing that is what she defines as her difference maker. Actually, I think it's three things in one statement, but if you had something to share with the listeners that you've learned that you feel is super valuable for everybody that's listening today, Nikki, what would that be?
1: So... I would want to encourage everybody to try different things. Everything that we talk about, everything that Mike talks about that I've talked about (laughs) doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to work for you. But I try to encourage my loan officers and tell them, look, there's still business out there. We have to think outside the box and we have to do things differently. So think outside the box and just try different things. Again, everything that I've suggested and I've tried multiple times, some things work a little bit better than the other things. So I would just say, remember that it's, a, it's not a one size fits all, um, get uncomfortable and also test and prove things and figure out what works best for you. And then for me, what's worked best is that I finally was ready for coaching and ready for the accountability. And so it's been great to have someone to bounce ideas off of and also just, you know, be held accountable for it. Um, I wrote down something else though. And now... Oh, I think that there should be a class on follow-up. So if you do any of these things, the key to all of them is follow-up. That's so uber important. Um, Make sure that you just plan and you prepare. Don't be scared. Get out of your comfort zone and do the things. Just do the activities and it's going to work.
0: I love that. You know, you you and I have spent a fair amount of time talking about your classes and the things that you're doing to get people face-to-face. And everybody needs to remember that you're not going to just schedule the class. and, And maybe the first time you do it, you know, 50 people do show up, but maybe only three do. That's three more people than you were going to see face to face and talk to without doing the class. So the next step is to do it again. And then you get 10 people and then you do it again. And then you get more people and it grows. You can't just one and done this stuff no differently than you can't just, like Mike said, walk in and go, hey, I did a good job on this one transaction and expect that everybody's just going to lay down their whole pipeline to you and send you everything. It's, it's builds on itself. Walker, you got something to say to that?
4: You know what? Just a quick question, Nikki. The one thing that I'm sure everybody's thinking overcoming the fear, right? So you're going to invite people your home and it was sheer panic. I could see it in your eyes when you were saying mm-hmm. it, but I mean, that's probably one of the first things that plants people from, you know, in your seat, you, you know, how do I walk into that, like, walk into that broker job? How do I invite them into my home?
1: how did you deal with that? So, and again, I keep bringing up things that could probably be series on things. And I've got to give credit to them, again, the Miracle Morning. Um, for me, what I've done even to prepare for this, which Carrie knows how I feel about even being here today. But even to prepare for this, a simple technique that I do is I visualized. I visualize myself being there, um, being with the people. I visualize exactly how I wanted it to be, and then I visualize myself being that person and having that confidence in doing it. I reminded myself that if you do not put yourself out there, then the answer is always going to be no. So yeah. I just had to take the step, and I had to remember my why. I literally have written down my why and I've focused on my why. And when you remember what your why is, then that motivates you and propels you to do the things that you may be uncomfortable with. And then again, I got to go back to Christy Solar. She said, Nikki, you've got to be disruptive. And I just kept replaying that. And then I wouldn't shut up talking to my team about it. I wouldn't shut up talking to my loan officers about it. And every month when I start my meetings, I'm like, who's being disruptive in the marketplace and what are you doing? What are you doing to be disruptive? And I'm holding myself to that same standard. But just look at you. We don't see any of that. All we see is a competent person presenting working. I I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, we are grateful, grateful, Nikki, for your time today. Mike, I'm going to toss it back to you uh, and say, all right, you got one final thing that you want to share with this team before we
3: move to Jake and Pistol to close us out. Yeah, um, guys. I mean, honestly, Nikki, I applaud you. I mean, you know, the the be, being brave is being brave and being um, willing to go outside your comfort zone is huge. Um, you know, I, super quick story, I promise. Um, when I first got in this business, I hated talking to people. I'm not the social butterfly at all. Um, believe it or not, I mean, I'm not com- I'm not uncomfortable talking in groups. I just don't like talking to people. That's just what I am, right? <laughs> so you can you can laugh, but it is just what it is. Um, so anyway, so um, I used to go and sit, and this wasn't a pickup line or anything. I would sit in a bar, and I would have to make myself – I was waiting to pick my kids up. I, every third Sunday, I'd switch with my, my ex. I had, I had them all the time, and every third Sunday, she would get them for the weekend. Or every third weekend, she'd get them for a weekend. So I'd go a couple – like a little early. I'd sit in a bar and have lunch or whatever before I pick the kids up. And I forced myself to talk to somebody – um, just for the sake of talking to somebody and being uncomfortable talking to somebody, right? So not that that's my one thing. My one thing is this, get a business plan together, guys, seriously. Um, I know it sounds so cliche, but write a small business plan down. Um, I'm not pitching anything, but I'm going to pitch one product that Ignite has, which is absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal. Um, it changed my business. in 2000, When I came here in 2016, I closed 55 million. When I was 2017, I close a little bit more than that. Ignite I joined in 17 or just about was 17, 18 when Ignite started, and they came out with WordTracker. I started using Roar Tracker as the basis of monitoring my business. Yeah. And not monitoring it to say where I'm at in the food chain on it. I monitor it to see how much I've done in terms of people I'm talking to an application. Hi.
0: Oh, Jimmy.
3: Hey Karen.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, I did it to use it to monitor how many people I'm applying apping, talking to by pulling credit, so on and so forth every month, because it's the future. Like I said earlier, it's the future that builds on. It isn't what you did in the past. No one cares what you closed last month. It's what you will close next month. This month is done. You are not closing for October. You're focused on December and November. If you're not talking to enough people in October, you will have nothing going on in November and December, because what we implement today takes 60 days to get off the ground on average, right? So today we'll close 30 to 45 to 60 days from now, get in front of people, but use a means to track this and monitor yourself. Yeah. Don't get, don't get so bogged down in the sense of, Hey, listen, I'm not getting my numbers, but get back to there to say, Hey, listen, maybe I need to get out and talk to a few more people. Maybe I need to do something. And the best thing I can tell anyone is write a business plan down that plans on one thing that you're going to focus on different this year that's going to be your your niche your 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 catapult your catalyst whatever you want to call it right so everybody here should be focusing on their business plan for 2023 if you're not you're that's, already behind that's so
0: timely mike that you bring that up i'm going to say two things to that number one is if you are currently with ignite you have access to roar tracker to do the tracking that mike is talking about uh, firm believer in it uh, every Saturday on our private Facebook group, uh, Angie Turley is posting activities. We've shifted to posting activities versus posting uh, volume in terms of you know credit pulls, applications and closings. That's great. But like Mike just said, it's the activities that you're doing today that are gonna drive that volume. And what gets measured at its most fundamental level gets done. So join that. Post your, make a commitment, if nothing else, make a commitment to tracking those activities. Even if it's just one thing, face-to-faces, prospecting calls, thank you notes, like Nikki mentioned, whatever it is, make a commitment to doing that one thing and post it on Saturday morning for that accountability within the group. We're here to support one another and encourage one another on in that pursuit. So that's that. Steve's gonna talk about business plan, but before we do that, I want to just say, Jake, any parting thoughts?
2: I, wanted, I I just want to get everybody, get some opinions here. And <clears throat> I don't know if anybody reads the Keep Playing afterwards because I don't think they do, but that doesn't matter. The, we point, do. is, the point is, last week, the, the Women's Summit, and Nikki made a point about her dinner with eight people. Mike made a point about it takes a couple months. And I was wondering, because you have Rachel, you have Jan, 78-er, well, who's really... Well, never mind. you got Lynn on here, you got Holly on here, you got ladies that were at this summit. And the reason I mentioned this, there was 80 ladies that got together in Wisconsin last week that probably didn't really wanna go there and probably didn't wanna be there. Brother Ray was there taking pictures and was fortunate enough to kind of just say hello on Wednesday night and the next day at lunch, it was almost like I went to a different event. And to a person, every person that left that meeting, it was a Women's Empowerment Summit. And, and Julie Fry had an had a, had a agenda she had stuff to do. And, you know, now those ladies I just mentioned have the platform. I'm wondering if that could be done in certain markets. Now, what's happening with that since then? Christy Solar, who was there, is going to do a woman's summit in Louisiana for her agents between now and the end of the year. We're going to do something almost like the same for the marketing team. By the way, check out what the marketing team is doing every day. The, the stuff they're giving folks for to use is, is like it's like a new company.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and we've
2: empowered them to say, let's make that your top priority every day. Let's make this company more vibrant, more fresh, more pop. And they're doing it. I mean, the, the marketing team, folks, kudos to the marketing team. You, be, you need to be watching what they're doing and using it. You talk about posting stuff. But when yeah. you have Rachel, who didn't know Lynn, and Lynn, who didn't know Holly, maybe. And then you have uh, all the different ladies that came together. And Like I mentioned, there's four on this call. Um, Rachel, I never had talked to you, I don't think, before last week. What's your first reaction I know it's going to go a little bit over but why not ask some questions without any pretense and just get opinions of that is something that could be done between now and the end of the year in certain markets Rachel what's your opinion you're 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 a loan officer in Colorado when you hear this idea what's your thought
0: um, my thought is that I want to get out there and share what I felt last week with you know with the people in this area in my small little mountain town <laughs> and yeah. bring women together and support each other and show you know the agents in the area what we can do and yeah just really uplift other people in this business because it's a hard time for the agents too
2: well mike made a comment we said if you're not right now if you're not busy get busy or get out do do something different or get out um when you hear this lynn uh, who's been at fairway just under 10 years what's your You know, Lynn's, you know, um, not necessarily on the street, but what's your thoughts, Lynn, when you hear this?
5: I just, you know, I just, everything about fairway just takes my breath away. I love everyone at this summit. It was just such a different experience. Um, I can't even tell you what it's like to be in a room full of very strong type A leaders in their field to just walk in and just be completely and utterly accepted and and feel not judged and feel like you can say anything and it will just stay there. And, and you won't have to worry about, you know, someone telling someone later and it coming back around. Um, I actually knew several of the women in uh ops and corporate obviously but i met so many salespeople, and the sales were incredible pat lamkey oh my goodness such an inspiration i don't think that i could have met a better person at that in that place at in that space um and I'm sorry, I think I'm rambling. Did I answer no. your original question? Well, well, well,
2: well can Linda, I, you can, I, here's the deal. Your body language is telling us your words. I mean, here's the deal. We're all doing stuff. I mean, Harry and Harry and, and Dan in Michigan just did a big realtor event. You can see it. I mean, it we have to do different things right now. We gotta do stuff that we haven't done. Like Nikki said, we haven't had to. You know, she's writing three postcards. Um, uh, 78 or what's your, I'm sorry, Jan, what's your opinion? of you know yeah. when you when you hear what when you hear what uh, Rachel said what Lynn said as an idea for you folks in the street over the next between now and at the end of the year what's your thoughts
6: well so We did a count and half of us there were operations and half were uh, in the branches, but Nikki or Mike one just mentioned thank you cards. I often will send a thank you card to a customer and thank them for allowing us to serve them because we're customer service, we're the 800 number. And I know Dawana does the same thing, but another thing is I try to get my team to never say no problem. Of course they're no problem, they're the customer. I want them to say my pleasure, it's Mm -hmm. our pleasure. And, and, you know, the millennials, I have three of them on my own. I'm always telling them, write a handwritten thank you note. They may never go to their mailbox, but they will be shocked when they get one. Yeah. And we did those letters of af- affirmation to each other, just saying, you're awesome. You're great. Glad I met you. But people need that. Even our customers need that. So that's so, what I, so my takeaway was.
2: Jan, how long have you been in the business? What year did you start?
6: 1999.
2: Okay, so you you came there, knew some people a little bit and left. Did you build some good relationships in those two days?
6: Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So many people that we work with so often that are so kind and generous and appreciative, and they need servicing to help get them through a pickle or whatever. And Dewana knows what I'm talking about. And it's like that respect and appreciation was so real. And I follow a lot on Facebook and I felt like I really knew people like Holly, got to sit with the, her at the table. She's so kind and genuine and sweet and it was amazing. It was amazing. And I know women thrive on that type of stuff, but we need that. We're people, we're humans. We need well, you, that.
2: You, you take what Nikki said, you take what Mike said, you take what these ladies are saying and, and Holly, you can close with this, but here, it's an idea. You know, this is something that other people, are they going to do this? I mean, the good news is Julie did a great job. She's got the backdrop for it. These ladies have the footprint to have that. And we were, I think they're going to do one out east. Um, we had a call with the eastern people yesterday, and, and Betty Graham's going to help lead it because Betty was there. And so this is just something different. You say, what about the guys? Hey, you know, it could be done the other way too. Brother Ray was there. He was taking pictures. He had his own guys summit by himself. He was unbelievable. But I mean, um, but the point is, this is something different. Uh, before, out of respect, Holly, what's your thoughts on this? I know we're going a little bit over, but folks, this is collaboration, and we, we have to come together and think of things that we wouldn't normally do. So this time is time well spent. It's okay. Holly, what's your thoughts?
5: It was it was wonderful. I echo what everything that everyone has said. I'm going to take it a little bit different direction since you gave me the microphone. The marketing piece that you talked about, and I've said this before, it's not just products that we sell. And here's what I'm trying to sell you. It's the feeling of fairway and Uh people watch. Cause I had an example just this week, somebody, I don't even know commented, messaged me privately on LinkedIn and said, I watch what you post and fairway seems like an amazing place. And, And it started a conversation with her, a lady I didn't even know in California. Anyway, people watch and what we post, go like it and go comment on it because it's wonderful and it's getting noticed. And that's the biggest form of advertisement you guys can use.
0: 100%. Thank you, Holly. I agree. Well,
2: bro- Brother Ray, you were there. What's your, I mean, you flew in there from Seattle, didn't know what to expect. And and a lot of the ladies I talked to you know, weren't really sure they wanted to go. Like, what am I doing? And why am I here? That was before, it surely ended differently. Um, Brother Ray, what are your thoughts?
7: so yes quite interesting to well steve reese was was with me and taking these portraits which is wonderful i i think part of my takeaway was and i wasn't involved in the actual uh the, the 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 meeting itself which i'm glad that was a very special um, intimate place for for the women that were there, I, and I know in talking to them in breaks and things, it was profoundly impactful of the reconnection that happened. We've we've been separated for a couple of years, and it's time to regather. So uh, that was the catalyst for. What's about to happen uh, within Fairway, within your communities, and I, I Mike and, and and Nikki and all the all that have shared. Lynn, your heart uh, came through beautifully when you shared as well about that. That we we need to we need to come back together. We need to regather and connect. And I'm sure Pete will kind of wrap us up as we talk about that. But for me. Um, it's not just women. Men, men we uh, we do maybe things a little bit differently. Um, but so I, I think I'm. I, I think I'll, Jake. I think I'll get Steinhouse. We can build uh, shacks and go uh, ice fishing this winter up on Lake Winnebago. And, and feel free to join us, Jake. You you probably know how to build a. Uh, ice fishing house on a lake, right?
2: Oh, 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 oh yeah, sure. I'll yeah. get right on that. Yeah. That'd be the next thing we do. I mean that's um, what guys
7: do, right? We ice yeah. fish, we yeah,
2: let's go. Build some campfires bre- and beat bre- drums. Bre- I'm I'm bre- ready.
7: Jake, I'm ready. I am I'm, I'm gonna fire yeah. it up today. Well,
2: well Mr. Igloo up there in Maine is Fred's all jacked up because he lives in Igloo <laughs> a couple months a year. And Fred, don't think I forgot that story because I remembered it. it's one of the best fairway stories ever. We got a guy in the in the state of Maine that actually stays in an igloo for like a month a year, don't you, Fred? Do you still do that? He still So Carrie, well, let's have Pistol close us out. Fair yeah,
0: I'm just going to toss it over to Steve Walker really quickly. But because here's the thing, what you said and what everybody's shared, it is replicatable. And Betty and Julie are going to share what it is that it will give you the blueprint for it. But to Mike's point, to Nikki's point, if you want to craft what that plan is that you're going to carry forward, Steve, do you want to talk real quick about a couple things and then toss it over to Pistol to close us out?
4: Absolutely. So, yeah, business planning, I would do that. That is up and coming. And Mike had mentioned it. Jake, to your point, collaboration, 100 percent. We've got folks at Sales Mastery right now coming back next week. Next week's podcast is going to be on new just new things that they learned from Sales Mastery and bringing those ladies in. <laughs> Uh, to talk about. We have people speaking. We have about 75 people there. So there's going to be a ton this next week. So definitely join us for this next podcast as well. But real quick commercial for Ignite. Over on our website, on our Ignite website, we've got the Pro Series. It's launching next week on the 25th or week after next on the 25th. It's Income Calc Pro 1. And so if you want to get someone tightened up operationally right now, while it's a little bit slower, great time to get them over. And maybe it's a skill set that you need to sharpen up income cap pro one is going to be uh you know calculating income from the the beginning level all the way through and then we have income cap 2 which picks up tax returns and goes a little bit deeper there's a second one within that as well in that pro series and that and that's documentation pro and it's in every from a to z what documentation we need why do we need it and what to collect up front so that series starts on the 25th and the 27th it's on our website right now we'll throw the link up in the chat And the next thing is our business planning, and that's coming up in November. That's going to be November 16th. It's free. We'll have it for LOs and for teams, and we'll have three different ones. But I'm only going to give you that date because mark your calendar for November. You don't need to put it off. Get it done in November. Get a plan going, and uh, it'll be a blast. So, Terry, I'll throw it back to you. You can give it to Pete.
2: I'm 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 going to blurt here a second. Coach Walker, we've been talking about it. I'm on your website, and I'm kind of slow, so keep in mind, I'm – On a scale of one to ten, and in the two, three category, okay? It's just pump the brakes with me, okay? We've been talking about, we have a whole bunch of new people coming to Fairway. Why? There's so many different companies going through disarray. We have a ton of new people. We talk about, we've talked about Ignite, how great this is. But what we want is I, as an originator, if I'm closing X amount of loans per month, 10 to five to 10, 10 to 15, 15 to 25, 25 and above, I want to talk to somebody at Fairway that's doing that right now. And I want them to talk into me how they're doing it, a 60 day little splash thing. I don't know if I wanna be coached for a whole year yet. I don't even know if I like this place yet. I'm not sure why I'm here yet. My manager came and now I'm here. I and mean, this is kinda of how I'm thinking. So we talked about having that and I think it's ready, but I can't find it on the website. And, and what, where, where is it? Well, let me give you a
4: brief on it because we've actually been working, we've been working on that Jake and yes, yes, yes. Um, it's really an extension of what we did with ASSIST, but when folks come on, it's an advocate, right? Who you, who's there that can help you? Where, where, where,
2: where is the Coach Walker? I, just, I don't care. I just wonder where it is. Where, where can I find the, it? it? <laughs> it's not on the website. Okay. Well, it's, that's good to know.
0: in onboarding's hands. It's going to be in SVP's yes. hands. Uh, we are meeting with T tomorrow, and it will be out to all from a recruiting onboarding perspective. That's kind of what we heard from them was
2: Okay, okay. Listen, can we do an, can we do an audible and get it yeah. on this website and splash it? Peter is nodding,
0: so we're going to make that and, and, <laughs> and
2: Peter, and let's, let's get marketing to splash this thing. If I come here, all the other stuff, I don't even want to go through training. Truth. I want to know how to lock alone. I don't care about yeah. LOS. I want to know how to lock alone And I want to talk to people like Nikki. I want to talk to people like Mike that are crushing it right now here. That's what I want to do. All yeah. the other stuff is just noise. I want to roll now. Okay. So just, is that fair? Peter? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I won't blurt any more promise. Pistol. No, you pistol.
0: Absolutely. Awesome. I'm just going to like the last thing that I just want to remind everybody about, cause you hear all of this stuff and I know you hear Nikki started back then and Mike started back then, but like Nikki and I were talking about when's the best time to plant an oak tree. The reality is the best time is 20 years ago. Right. But the next best time is right now. So there's right now, get out, decide today, have a decided mind and a decided heart around doing something different starting
8: now. Peter, Pistol Pete, (laughs) take it away. Uh, uh, My pen went dry because I took so many notes today. (laughs) and I, I love Nikki. Because it's back to the basics, and she's doing things that I did 65 years ago, and they still work. I might make a suggestion on the people coming over to your house. I invite the spouses, too, when I've done this. And all of a sudden, you've got two friends working. So that really works. But her point about thinking outside the box and taking chances and doing it. And what I loved about Mike, he said, you got to be willing to change. He said, you gotta take one new thing and master it, work it, work hard and get, and you gotta get, I love the term, you gotta get working with realtors that control your bone, you know, and doing stuff like that. But this was such great information to share. And, and on a side note, talking about things, we had a meeting here in Madison yesterday that Mike Zilly set up and we had 60 realtors there And we had Scott Fletcher and an appraiser there. And it went for an hour and 15 minutes. And it was fantastic. The questions asked and watching people take notes and asking this. And now we've got people asking us to do this again all the way through. So the big thing, and I, I keep mentioning it, but big Joel Epstein mentioned it in his call. Unfortunately, it wasn't recorded. What he said the last thing, you got to be committed to what you're going to do. You must commit yourself and you must want to do it and must be willing to take chances and willing to do change. So, we're with a fantastic company that's growing leaps and bounds with what we offer to all the employees. It's fantastic. Thanks for letting me share a few more thoughts. Coach Lombardi, where's the Coach Lombardi quote? <laughs> well, I'll say this now. Wait a minute. Let me use one fast thing. He says, uh, somebody at my age, he said, I'm not ready to die yet because I got too much living left to do. <laughs> Thanks again.
0: Uh, thank you all. Appreciate it. Jake wants to say one parting word before we, before we mm-hmm.
2: go. We're, we're going to, there's a little adjustment in Fairway Night, and it, hopefully you guys and gals can sense it. Uh, fairway night has been one of the best decisions fairways made since we started 26 and a half years ago there's a thousand people being coached. There's 120 coaches but here's the but we've never been able to allow other people to come outside to to speak into us big joel came to us uh big joel coaches of the top 20 originators in g-rate he coaches 10 of them i go right down the list of other companies and he coaches 10 of the top 20 loan officers we have him come in to give different ideas different just a different vibe what that's going to do there should be no threat to fairway ignite on that at all it's another voice what'll end up happening is we had 70 some odd people sign up for big joel's coaching which is a three to six month pro- program on one call yesterday you say, well that's not fair to ignite folks it's going to make ignite better because there's people in ignite are going to go through that what you're gonna hear is what the competitors hear. Why not hear what other people are being told? Why not hear what's happening in other markets, as far as talking into people? We're gonna keep doing that. So get ready, Ignite, we're we're gonna blast off this place. We have great coaches, we're gonna keep growing and we're gonna expand it horizontally and, and give more opportunity for more people to learn from different points of view. You know, it's that whole thing that Andy Andrews always talks about. We don't live long enough based on our own experiences. We learn more from other people's experiences than we do our own because we don't live long enough to just diff- on our own experiences. We got to get outside and get other experiences as a company. Part of what we're doing with marketing, hopefully you can sense a change in Fairway and, and, and like almost like a, in a, it's a pivot. This is a pivot year for us. Could not be more proud of, of Vanessa and Clay. Vanessa was at, the, was at the deal. I mean, Rachel's smiling when I mentioned Vanessa. Holly's smiling when I mentioned Vanessa. So is Lenny. you you, you can't have a nicer person than Vanessa. She is so jacked up that we've said to Mark and you make this top priority every day, one a day. And guess what? Look what's happening. It's a blast. So keep having fun. You too, Queen Scrappy. You get after that new thing that you were talking about this morning. You just go. You press it down and go, Queen Scrappy. And everybody knows that's Chris Heichel because everybody knows your name's Queen Scrappy. Um, All right, Gary, we're done. At least I'm done. Okay. Thanks, Jake.
0: Appreciate you all. Have a great week. We'll see you next week.